0: Tesco is a good example of how the management of a supply chain is vital to many businesses. The retail supply chain deals with a huge range of goods. They come from many suppliers around the world, and they need very different handling. The overriding consideration, getting high-quality products in the right place at the right time, is especially challenging with fresh produce. For example, Tesco could order 10,000 cases of lettuce on a Monday for delivery on Wednesday but if the trade pattern changes in the meantime they may be sending those lettuce to the wrong stores so Tesco has systems to reapportion those lettuce based on the latest sales information from their stores this is the distribution centre serving the south of England you're looking at just half of its total length for operational reasons the goods here are laid out in a similar way to the standard supermarket layout that means that when they're assembled into loads they can come off the trolleys in the correct order for the store but if it's laid out like a store it doesn't look like one it's five stories high around a thousand meters long and much of the work is done with forklift trucks
1: we currently employ one thousand people on the site across three shifts Uh, we're operational 24 hours a day, seven days a week Um, at the moment we're currently Um, distributing about 1 million cases per week through the DC. Um, We have about 100 drivers on the site.
0: Lorries arrive at the distribution centre from suppliers to match a tightly scheduled timetable. The appointment slot is just 15 minutes. Some goods come by suppliers own transport, some by third-party logistics companies, some by Tesco's own lorries that would otherwise be returning empty to base. Satellite navigation systems warn the distribution centre control room when an inbound consignment is 10 minutes away.
1: The movement on site is approximately 130 vehicles for, for the goods inside and there's about 130 out, uh, outgoing trailer movements from the goods outside which will then deliver to store. Uh, we currently service between the southeast of England as far down to the south coast like Hastings, Brighton um, West London, Covent Garden and East Anglia region, up as far as Norwich.
0: As soon as the inbound lorry has docked at one of the 28 arrival bays, the consignment is offloaded. Pretty well everything is controlled by computer. Scanning the delivery updates the system about how much has arrived. That generates the instructions for the operators to park the consignment until it's needed. During its relatively brief stay in the distribution centre, the pallet will work its way down to the lowest level, where it's ready for the pickers.
1: The next stage of the operation is picking. That is is our biggest function here, picking. Um, We approximately assemble for about 300 stores, and that's covering our own stores, plus we trunk trunk to other depots across the southeast of England.
0: Stunned, perhaps, by the sight of a five-storey supermarket, in which everything comes in pallet-sized loads, it's a bit of a surprise that the pickers work with very much smaller units.
2: And if you have a look at the portfolio of stores that we have, including home shopping, you've got everything from hypermarkets of, uh, you know, um, 12,000 square meters, down to express stores, some of which are you know, less than 1,000 square meters. We've had to adapt our supply chain to handle, and our distribution techniques to handle that really diverse. Uh, areas
1: of activity. Assembly will then pick the cases into a cage. Um, cages then loaded onto the goods out loading bay, straight onto the vehicles. Um, these are then available for transport. To then issue the, issue the drivers with the trailers. And that's then that's the last movement on site. The trailer leaving the site, and then and then he'll make his way to the store. The
2: 13 tail back on. Ninety-eight percent. Of everything we sell in our stores comes through our own distribution center only two percent goes direct from vendor to our stores which means, and the reason we've done that is that we're in control of our own destiny and we like that we, we like the feel that we can control it
3: One of the interesting things if you look at products is to look at the number of times that they're actually physically handled between point of manufacture and point of sale and very often there are a number of layers in that, whether it's a, a, an importer, a shipper, a consolidator, various stages of warehousing from wharf to, to store, then distribution centres. Um, at the back of store then handling to get it onto store and one of the things that colleagues in in value chain have been working very hard on is looking at that process on everything from uh, a can of carbonated drink uh, right the way through to, to to soft lines to say how can we actually minimize the number of touches on a product because ultimately that's going to not only drive out cost, but reduce lead time as well. And the two are interrelated. The faster you can get product there, the more cheaply you'll get product there.
0: But why have such systems at all? What are they achieving?
2: We work on a principle called lean thinking. And you've probably heard of this in the automotive industry. It's a very popular theory. Now, we use that as a principle. And the theory there is that you've, you have to take out non-value-added activity because every time you add a process into movement to product, whether it's right the way back from the uh, grower, right to the customer taking off, it's adding cost into your supply chain and probably uh, being detrimental to having the product um, on sale. So we work to that principle. And over the years, we've tried desperately to take out the non-value-added um, activity in the business. And that includes information flow. And when we looked at our information flow, as an example, we found that we had information sitting on systems, sometimes for 24 hours, not moving. So we then said, well, hey, why is it sitting there? And if we were able to release that information earlier, wouldn't that improve the process in terms of speed of lead time and quality of product to the the customer? I put that very simply. So that's the exercise we went through. And in some cases, we were able to reduce lead time of product from 48 hours down to a 12-hour lead time to our stores ordering and receiving. For 95% of the product we sell, the relationship with our suppliers has become paramount. Now that's changed. You know, go back 10 years as we started, and it was confrontational you know, it it was all to do with margin, it was all to do with price. Uh, Today, margin is very important, price very important, but what about the supply chain? What about how a product moves from A to B? What about its quality? Where does it come from? What's the grower like? And so on and so forth.